Maybe I ought to eat your cornbread. Oh, motherfucker, you can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because if you try to take my cornbread, part two of my killing spree gonna begin up in here on your ass right now. If you think about my cornbread, they get the taste out your mouth. That's for damn sure. What's good, everybody? This is a brand new episode of Everything Tastes Good. We took a week hiatus just to get some tender loving care and not have to work all the time. So we are back, and I think this is episode five. Um, I'm one of your hosts, J Penn. And I am Rod. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> welcome, 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 welcome. Um, yeah, so we figured we would kick this new episode off in a fun light um, and take some, take a few steps back to our childhood and do a fun spin on childhood recipes. Now, before we get into childhood recipes, just off the top of your head, what was one of your favorite things to eat as a kid? Let's Me? see if you, yeah. Let's see if you can actually get what I'm going, where I'm going with this. Um, shit. What did I like as a kid? Uh, I was eating grown man meals as a kid. Like we couldn't oh, afford just like kids meals, so I was like, you know, rice, chicken, uh, cornbread, uh-huh. beans, and we had to eat meals that was going to last at least a good week. So, and I also yeah. assume you was one of them babies eating table food at like eight months. I sure in the fuck was not. Uh huh. I was big as shit. I was born eight pounds seven ounces. There was Ooh. no way my mama wouldn't Ooh. feed me table food in the beginning. Talk like, about I just... a strong black woman. Pushing <laughs> out an eight pound baby. Lord Jesus. Careful, careful. Um, yes. No, but that's that's not where I was going with that. But um, I think that's something you probably have had um, that we can all relate to is sloppy Joe. A baby. Oh, Lord Jesus okay. have mercy. My <laughs> niggas gotta be niggas. Um, no. Sloppy ho. Sloppy ho. Okay. Sloppy Joe. Um, oh, Sloppy Joe. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. We ain't talking about your college days. Um, Me. <laughs> we talking about. You was there. <laughs> <laughs> sloppy Joe, something that we are all very familiar with. I think all of our parents made it work when money was low and resources were not bountiful. Um, but we found a really cool adult spin on this um, from Oprah's website. Um, yeah, Harpo went ahead and put up something for the kids. Um, and Ooh. it's funny because the base of this recipe is not meat as we've grown to know it. Um, it's actually portobello mushrooms and bell peppers. Um, and what they do to jazz that up a little bit is add a bunch of different sauces. So you have Tabasco sauce, you have Worcestershire sauce. I'm fucking that word up. Don't laugh at me. Just keep it moving. West Chest. Just keep it moving. Um, and so all these different spicy type uh, sauces to like give it its oomph. And to be honest, mm, I'm sorry. It's good. You like it? I like. <laughs> you like it? No, tell me about it. Tell no, I. Like. I personally, I like it. It's a nice alternative to red meat because, as we know. That shit ain't no good for you. And so I think. Jay, it doesn't even sound like you had time to chew. You did a. So. Because I had already been you... eating. Why you have to put me on Front Street? <laughs> <laughs> what I was doing was sopping up the sauce that was left. Damn it. Shit now. Come on. Now you good at that. Now let's tell. Now tell me about the flavors. How do they. Uh, how do they work together? <laughs> the flavors are really good together. Um, as you probably know, portobello mushroom is very meaty. Um, even though it's not a meat, it has like a, a weight to it. And so that gives you the illusion 
that there's meat there. Um, and the Meaty bell pe- and weighty. <laughs> and the bell pepper adds a nice kick to it as well. I think that collectively, all the flavors work well together. Now, don't mm. step into this thinking that you're actually going to have a sloppy joe without the meat because there is no such thing. Nah. But those of you who are 30 plus and your digestive system has changed, I think that this is a nice alternative for the bullshit we've been growing up on. Um, I'm going to go ahead and slide in like a 3.5. It's it's good. I would do yeah. it again. Okay. Like how soon would you be looking to do this? Like a year from now or? Probably. Maybe one more time this year If I just couldn't think of okay. nothing else to do for dinner It's about four months left Okay, yeah. I see that yeah. That's nice With a nice That's house nice. fry so to go right with along. it <laughs> So mm. wait, you not gonna fuck with it? No, I'm not eating that shit That's why I haven't said anything about it I'm I'm going along with the question and answering thing that you're doing um, What is the I issue? tried this shit and I didn't I, This shit's nasty I'm, Listen, <laughs> I eat meat, okay? Mm. Let the people know <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what I do. Mm-mm. And when there's no meat, there's no meat. Mm. So I tried it. I ain't like it. It ain't my thing. Mm. Everything ain't for everybody, but everything tastes good to somebody. Especially so if it didn't come to a drop like the window, obviously. Don't give a fuck what it did. See, the thing is this. Mm. If I want to get my kids meal from what a burger, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's my what a business. <laughs> I like my cookie. Okay. <laughs> I'm not doing, you know, okay, so look, Listen. overall is not bad. It's a healthy alternative. You get all of the benefits and all of the good shit. But if I wanted a kid's meal, I am going to go get a kid's meal. So you can't even at least appreciate the effort of it being something that's a little, you know what? I'm not arguing with a grown ass man. I'm not doing it's, it. I'm appreciative. Mm. I'm appreciative. On nope. the scale from one to five, I give it one circle. Okay. So I <laughs> thought that this would be interesting to do. <laughs> Keyword thought. You like it though. Keyword I mean, you thought. Like it. I thought that this would be interesting to do because it is we both, interesting. <laughs> we both have had instances where we had to change our diet to live a healthier, better life. Very fucking true. That being said, like you said, everything ain't for everybody. Yeah. I ain't gonna try to press it upon you. Please don't. And uh, but we are gonna continue the conversation in the same theme. So I had this thought because I was home recently and my mom was just talking about shit that I like to eat as a kid and she brought up the fact that I used to love those damn kid cuisine, TV dinners, and that was a whole conversation. Like me and my and mom would talk about a bunch of nothing for hours. But what else, Jay? <laughs> you said Tell what? them what you really like. Tell them what your ass was eating in that refrigerator late at night. Let me tell, tell you them the something, truth. you little simple minded motherfucker. Don't you go tell them my business. Okay. Yes, I ate slices of motherfucking margarine. Sure did. And I'll do it again. No, seriously, I can't do that shit now. I'll be dead. You nah, fuck around, be dead. You bet not. Um, but no, I, I was one of them little, I was a hefty kid, you know? I, I was round and I yeah. ate things I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> thick is the word these days. Don't say round. You were you can't thick. call no child thick, homeboy. <laughs> that just ain't right. <laughs> you were not as thin as the other children. There we go. Um, there we go. So I liked carb heavy foods, and I guess that contributed to me liking those kid cuisine dishes. That being said, let's take a, a second and just kind of talk about the shit that we liked as a kid. I know you said you were eating grown-ass food. Grown-ass food. But um, I'm sure there was something in the midst of that that was child-appropriate. I mean, sure. My mother made, you know, the child-friendly hot dogs and all the things that, you know, like, oh, that's, you know, really nice and kiddish. But um, 
I ate a lot in my aunt's house because my mom worked like two jobs. So I stayed with my auntie. She was like a second mom. Mm-hmm. And my auntie was the fucking warm up queen. Okay. <laughs> you on. ain't never see her at the stove, but you damn sure saw her at the microwave. <laughs> and I had every TV dinner you could fucking imagine. Hungry Jack. And I know all of them. Okay. Let's go down the list of them. Did y'all have Hungry Jack? We had uh, one brand. Okay. <laughs> uh, we couldn't afford anything but the 50 cent brand. So I definitely ate the Salisbury steak and the chicken fink, but it was the same oh. brand that you, you had a little coinage over there. What was y'all eating? Nigga, we ain't had that much damn coin. We had regular bitch coins where we went to Aldi and got the shit in the boxes that was like, that instead of saying Tyson chicken Ooh. nuggets, it just said nuglets. Oh, come on. Are the Cheerios that said O's? There you the, go. The, the Wheaties that said wheat. Or the Frosted Flakes that didn't have a Frosted in it. It was just motherfucking Flakes. <laughs> just Flakes. Just Flakes. <laughs> and it just said just Flakes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we wasn't like no upper echelon bitches, but we definitely uh, indulged in like the Hungry Man dinners, the Encore dinners, the fucking Swanson, the fucking Banquet. That was... Y'all was boy. This was all lower level frozen section shit. Like let's not (laughs) all shit that we had no business eating then and don't need to be eating now. Tears to this shit. It is tears to this shit. And y'all was on the upper tiers. So kudos to that family. Okay. So what was your favorite food as a kid? Mine was for sure pizza. You know what? My mom made the ghetto nacho plate. And I love ghetto nacho plate. Now wait a minute. With the Doritos. (laughs) What's a ghetto nacho plate? Is that the shit you put me on to in college? Definitely did. probably the reason my blood so, pressure skyrocketed. Probably <laughs> is. Welcome to the club. <laughs> um, but you know, you have the Doritos at the bottom, that's the first layer, and then you do the meat, you know, you make that real saucy and shit. And you put your cheese and you put your sour cream and you cut up your lettuce and your tomatoes, and you know, it's to get on nacho play. Everybody know it. It's kind of similar to y'all yeah. chips and cheese deal that y'all was eating, but not it was ever. not in the bag. <laughs> Basically, yeah, no, that's the shit you put me on to. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, when's the last time you had that shit? College. You missing out? No, missing no, bro. Out. I'm good. <laughs> the doctor said no, and I said okay. Um, no, Jesus said yes. <laughs> so wait, did you have a particular way of eating shit as a kid? Like, for instance, I did. Even now, go ahead. Bro. No, I was gonna say, friend. For instance, I could not eat pizza without peeling the fucking toppings and the cheese off and leaving the crust on the plate now i got in trouble for that shit because we didn't waste food in my house but that's the only way so that i could eat, eat it. like the bread part no i didn't like i didn't like the bread until i got older i just I wanted the cheese and the meat i'm sorry what mm, what was what? it I, I couldn't hear shit oh. um when i was a kid um uh, what were we talking about again <laughs> <laughs> talking about did you eat shit in a very particular way Yes, even to this day. Like so for example, when I eat chicken, I don't I do not bite into chicken. Like I actually have to pick off the chicken and eat it. Like it's something about looking at my food and seeing what what it is. Now that did not negate me getting a parasite from a very popular food chain in 2014. Child was a jack in the box so they make everybody sick. They have everybody out. Listen, you know when they killing bitches a while ago? No, that was Chipotle. They was killing some bitches. I don't know if it was Chipotle or not, but I know Jack in the Box had me at a commission for a month. A whole month. A month. Yeah. Well, don't Jack in that box. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong box. Wrong box. Wrong. wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Oh shit. Uh, But tell me something though. 
What values from your childhood raising do you believe were instilled within you? Because for me, for example, like, yes, those things, the, the food was good, but it was the time that was spent eating the food. Like, we didn't do sitting at the dinner table for long. Like, my mom really enjoyed watching TV as she ate. Mm-hmm. So we would literally sit on the floor. We would have our newspaper down and you know that was you know our family time and we're watching shit like xena warrior princess and (laughs) matlock and shit (laughs) (laughs) you know we watching heat of the night um you know things that my mama really like enjoyed but that was kind of that was our family time we had a table but we didn't eat at that damn table we was literally like sitting on the floor eating again just watching TV, but that's what I remember. Do what memories do you have as far as like communing with your family? Um, I mean, dinner during the week was just a regular ass situation. My mama popped some chicken wings in the oven, make some macaroni, send us to the damn table, and that was that. I think I remember holidays more than anything. Mm. So when all twenty of my fucking cousins would be over, and that was a shit show, and my grandma cooking, my mama cooking. Family feuds and shit Like not the game oh. Actual family feuds My nigga that had people Leaving the house in, in tears and shit um, Oh shit You know how black people do Get One too many Sip of they anything fuck my husband Right okay <laughs> um, but, but no I remember those moments So those really big family moments Where everybody was just together And for better or worse We, we did what the fuck Needed to be done um, mm. But as far as a value That I take from my childhood I think just my mother's constant um, display of love. Um, Mm. My mother's a Scorpio woman, so she loves hard and hot. (laughs) And and sometimes it can can feel overwhelming, but you always know her heart is coming from the right place. And so I want to love my kids that hard. When I think of Mm. loving your kids and and making sacrifices and, and being present, I think of my mother for sure. Um, so I want to do that um, without some of the the heaviness of the the, the overbearing part of it. The experience, right? <laughs> y'all love y'all kids. If nothing else, like love your your family members, love on these folks. Show these people that you are present. It is important to create these memories. Um, I, I I know, like I remember my mom deliberately creating you know memories with us where she would just set aside time to like be outside with us and and don't laugh when i tell you this my mama used to come outside with us and play and we would do like kickball and baseball and all this shit but my mama the one who taught me how to flip okay Mm. like she taught me how to do a cartwheel she taught she she ain't the woman y'all see today um you know, she taught me how to do like a round off. She taught me how to do the splits. It sounds like she was preparing me for cheerleading, but <laughs> I swear to you, she was not. Like Ready? this was shit. Okay. She... All right, defense. <laughs> defense. <laughs> Let's go, Bobcats. Let's. But no, seriously. And like, I used to race against my mom. Like, uh-huh. and this was back when kids were outside playing and shit, making you know mud pies. Listen, back bring that day. back. B- bring it back. Bring it back. But I would race my mom down the street. You know, and I can remember those fond memories of experiencing just that abundance of joy and happiness with my nuclear family. And I I, I look back and I appreciate how important that shit was Mm -hmm. to like create and cultivate that. So y'all make those memories. What was y'all doing over there at uh, the Jones house? What was happening? (laughs) 
Um, it's funny you mentioned your mom taught you how to do backflips and, and flips and splits and shit. Cause I used to work out with my mama and I didn't re- remember that until you just said that. Like my mom uh-huh. was, especially after she had my brother, she experienced it in fluctuation in weight. and so she went hard trying to like recover her body and so i would i remember being in our apartment and joining her in the living room while she was like doing step exercises and of course i didn't have a step but i would be right next to her like i shit we finna do this we both gonna be shit bad motherfuckers (laughs) but (laughs) 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 them jones girls them jones girls (laughs) They thick now. They thick. Go ahead. <laughs> but no, I, I think that is a great memory to have, and I, I wish that parents took more time to be active with their kids now, because I feel like the common theme now is to sit your child in front of uh, Ooh, a laptop a, or a, a tablet, right? And mm. I distinctively remember my grandma coming in there and turning the TV off come mid afternoon and telling us to get out and go outside and watch she watched her stories for four hours. And so we would like (laughs) my grandma would make us go be active. Yes. While we have those good memories and of course they contributed to our our upbringing. I'm sure there are things that my parents did, your parents did that you did not agree with. And you probably don't want to bring into your own parental situation. Hell no. My mother, you know, fed us spiritually. We was in church faithfully. Okay. (laughs) Um, She gave us, you know, actual food to feed the body. And then, um, she whooped our ass, you know. So uh, she she nourished us uh, with the taming of the ass. Mm-hmm. And Asses when I tell you, I think my mother was an Olympian athlete. Mm. Um, the original Serena. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mama whooped ass like that was her name. Um, but I didn't really get a lot of whoopings. But when she did, she did a very good job. She did a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> and she never told me why I was getting my ass. Well, sometimes I knew, but sometimes it was like, "Mama, I don't even know what's going on." But you know, you just felt that 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 lightning bolt that went from the the tip of your head to the sole of your feet, and you knew that you was finna get your ass because she would look at you and say, "I'm finna beat your ass." Oh, and it's like, "Oh my gosh." What did I do? And you start thinking back. <laughs> Trying to recall the <laughs> day's events. <laughs> now, wait. Was and there ever a time out. where you thought that she forgot and she surprised your ass? Hell yeah. I remember because when I used to get in trouble in the car, like, you know, I would try to make my mama laugh before we got home. That was always <laughs> the goal. Because if my mama laughed for whatever reason, it was more likely that she forgot or forgave. Right. Mm-hmm. But there was one time, oh, she was laughing up a storm. She <laughs> laughed all the way into the uh, the fucking garage. She mm-hmm. laughed all the way up the stairs. She laughed, opened the door, and then the laughing stopped. Mm. <laughs> and she said, go get my belt. <laughs> so she want to be a fucking clown and shit. Oh, the games begin, okay? <laughs> and she won gold that night, too. Hey. <laughs> So, but no, I want to talk to my kids. I really want to like explain to them like, hey, this is what's going on. This is why, you know, we're going to have to reprimand you. This is good. I don't want it just to be a you getting your ass beat. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's just something I want to do differently. That's all I could think of. What about you? Um, I can agree with that. I feel like there were times that I got my ass whooped where I for sure deserved it. And most times when I got my ass whooped, it was because of my what? My mouth. Yes, people. Oh, I've always had it. Now watch it. Watch yourself. You need your ass whooped. Who gonna whoop it? <laughs> I'm, ta- I'm taking takers. Who the fuck? Who want it? 
Let me book this flight Shit. Um, No, so my mouth got me in a lot of trouble um, Because I was one of them kids who challenged adults Not for the fuck of challenging them But if you told me some shit that didn't make sense I needed you to make the shit make sense Otherwise I wasn't doing it And so in school, that was my attitude And um, a lot of times I did get an ass whooping And so because of that I want to, like very much like you I want to be able to talk to my kids sometimes Now don't get that misconstrued for asses won't be rolling when asses need to be rolled. But come on now, I do think that there is a strength in talking to your child and, and having that adult conversation with them because that also teaches them how to communicate. Are you um, appreciative of the nourishment that your mama gave within the ass whoopings? Um, now I am, yes, because I know myself and I know that has she not tamed this ass, <laughs> uh, it would have been a different end result to to where I am now. Um, but another thing I kind of want to change, and this is to not discredit my father in any way. I think my father's a great man. I just think that my dad was way too chill sometimes in his approach to parenting. And so kind of, I guess like a lot of men, when there is a woman, when, when there's a strong woman in the picture, a lot of men just depend on the woman to tell them what to do within a certain situation instead of being proactive in doing it themselves or my dad was not the digger like my he was not gonna come to you and be like what's going on what do you need kind of thing my dad was more so if you need something my nigga you know where to find me at i'm in the house (laughs) come find me um which don't you act like that sometime yes which is why i know i don't want to show up that way in my child's life got it i'm super chill for the most part and I, i think sometimes to a fault i wish that i could be a little more on top of some shit but um yeah like I said, not to discredit him, but I, I do want to take a different approach. I want to be more present because sometimes it felt like there was a lack of presence. What do you feel like shaped your identity? Because you see things that you like. You see things that you want to implement. You don't want to implement. What do you feel like about your childhood kind of like shaped your identity and made you this amazing, wonderful, oh, nigga. person that you are today? <laughs> 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 you and <flogging laughs> like fuck. Um... I feel like something that I can remember that contributed to who I am today is my parents' love for music. Um, both of my parents loved music so damn much that they played it all the fucking time. I'm talking, I'm talking like Stevie Wonder, Luther, Tina Marie, Ooh. all like the the Ooh. heavy, <laughs> all the heavy hitting shit, and which contributed to a lot of the music that I know now, um, and probably inspired me to become the writer um, that I am. Um, the, another side to that is my mom loved theater and she loved movies and so i would just sit with her sometimes and watch shit just to say i'm sitting watching it with my mama not really knowing that it was rubbing off on me and influencing me to be in the entertainment industry in any fucking way um so i I think those are two major parts of my identity my parents and their passions for certain things rubbed off on me what about you you. oh (laughs) rubber dub dub come on (laughs) Um, honestly, my mother's like just general knack for business, like my grandfather owned his own taxi cab company when hmm. my mother then were children. So my mom learned basic business skills as a kid. My grandfather taught it to her and my mother then taught me basic business skills when I was a kid. Like I had my own bank account at 15. I knew how to write checks. Like my mother just taught me how to handle business earlier in life and I'm appreciative of that and it kind of started my interest for business. But it was always her shaping and molding uh, my approach to uh, don't be afraid to, you know, 
take the next step. I was literally fucking cooking at six years old, okay? Mm. Like, my mother took okay. the approach, if you're old enough to understand, we're old enough to teach you. And so there was just this, I believe in you enough to give you the space to learn and to, you know, exemplify the things that you have gained knowledge of. And I'm appreciative of that. Um, now, it's weird because I've taken it so far that it shit scares her. Because I'm like, oh, mom, I'm moving here and I'm doing it. Oh, are you sure? Is that a good idea? And I now have to pull her along so that she can see like, hey, mom, it's important to do this. We need to do X, Y, and Z. But I'm, I'm sure I took it further than what she ever imagined. But I think just the idea of, you know, imparting those things into me and just teaching me um, you know, the basics of life yeah. really kind of cultivated my idea of, hey, you know, this is good for you. And then I'm actually good at this. And then let's keep going with that. So, no, that was my mom. So I'm I'm definitely appreciative. Take time with your kids. Listen. Now, they may not be good at everything. If you see that they horrible at sports, don't keep putting them in there every year. But, <laughs> you know, take time with them and, and help cultivate some of those things that they are probably good at or are interested in because those things make a difference and it helps shape you as an adult, whether one realize it or not. It's funny that you mentioned the whole you was cooking at six, because I feel like in all black households, they start uh, crafting you very early to do house, house type shit. I remember you mom would put to. me on top of a chair at seven to wash dishes, <laughs> and I ain't stopped washing them motherfuckers until I moved out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and you then still I, sitting in the chair, though? No, Negro. <laughs> but I do feel like black households, will they will prepare you for life real quick. Um, Listen, my mama had me picking cotton when I was three. You know what? <laughs> You're not going to sit here and do that. <laughs> you need your ass whooped now. Basically. Um, another quick question. I guess as since we went back a little bit, come a little more current, what's your most recent favorite memory of your mother? It's not just one, but it is us traveling. My mother had never taken a plane. She had never seen the ocean until she was like 50 years old, and I took her, right? Mm-hmm. So... It's traveling with my mom. Like, I love being able to show anybody that knows me knows that I'm explorer, okay? I will walk your ass through an entire city. Oh, um, <laughs> So, I really enjoy showing and exploring. And so, I enjoy the exploration with my mom. And my mom, she'll give your ass some history about some shit you had no idea about. That's because she's been watching the news every day of her life <laughs> for the last umpteen years. <laughs> And so my mama know everything. Oh, yeah, I remember. They were talking about that on the news. But no, seriously, um, I enjoy just exploring with her. Like, she, my mother is really good at going out and is having little adventures with. She is not combative. She don't cause any issues while she's there. She don't have attitudes with people. It's just her experiencing and having fun. So that's the now. What about you? Um, I think I just love when I can steal a moment away with my mother, just the two of us, because I have two younger brothers, and there was once upon a time where I was the only child for five years. And so even as an adult, I still love when I just get to be with me and my mama, and we can just be our regular silly selves, because my mom had and still has a lot of personality. And so I don't get to see it all the time, because of course, I don't even live in Chicago anymore. But I love just stealing moments away and us just having that time. 
Oh, y'all spend time with y'all folks. The very I first child of me. Spend time <laughs> with y'all folks. It is extremely important. Listen. Like, extremely, extremely important. Um, yes. As a nice little closing game, I figured we could do a, a, a quick little fire round of these are my favorite things. Ooh, these are a few of my favorite things. Q7 Rings by Ariana Grande. No, hey. nope, we ain't getting sued and we ain't got the rights to that shit. Not today. I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got it. That's um, what I'm going to see in court the whole time. Listen, um, so no, I'm going to name off some things and you just tell me what your favorites were from childhood. Okay. All right. All right. Let me close my eyes. I'm ready. All right. Go. Favorite board game as a child? Checkers. Favorite clothing line? Whatever the fuck was at Walmart. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's all we could motherfucking afford Thank you mama for doing the best you could Go eat Okay, okay, favorite sport Baseball Been playing since I was four years old And played all the way through the age of 18 And yes, I was a bad motherfucker Watch him out <laughs> Favorite Saturday morning cartoon Oh, Tailspins I used to love that shit Come on, Tailspins um, And favorite album and or song from childhood <clears throat> Oh, man You know what? Oh, I'm sorry <laughs> Clock out for me <laughs> Just go ahead and clock out for me. <laughs> you off the clock for <laughs> you off the clock for the day. <laughs> you know that meme where the kid is sitting at the computer and it's like quote unquote the teacher come over. <laughs> yes. And they look like it's like yeah, I'm gonna need you to log <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Um yeah, I was raised in the church. And when I say in the church, I mean deep in the church. Like, I was a usher boy. I was a choir boy. Child, y'all did all day service, Sunday sound school. like. My mama did not play. If you was not at home, you were at church. <laughs> so, at old P- Pilgrim Rock, wasn't it? Oh, uh, Pilgrim Rest, okay? <laughs> they rested on the rock. Uh, shout out to Pilgrim Rest. It's no longer in service. But, yes, I was in church. So... That was my life. You know, those were my childhood songs. That's what I remember. And we would sing them in the car, those car rides that I told you I was afraid I was going to get my ass whipped mm-hmm. when I got home. Uh, we would sing church songs together as a family in unison in the car. Um, and that's kind of <laughs> like, you know, also built a bond, you know. So, yeah, that that was my, that, those are my answers. That's my experience. That's what it is. Okay. I'm at What about it. you? Uh shit, I don't even remember the order I did it, but favorite childhood cartoons, somewhere between Rugrats and Ariel Monsters. Favorite sport? Um running my mouth. Favorite sport was definitely that. Uh <laughs> um favorite album or song. Uh first album I ever bought or owned was Brandy's Never Say Never, which is never very coincidental because the verses just happened. Um I, what was the other one, child? Favorite clothing line. I loved Carl Kanai. Loved it. Ooh. Um, my mom, when she could afford it, got us a few pieces of Carl Kanai, Fubu, Paco, whatever the fuck it may be. Come but Carl Kanai, for some reason, was like my signature look. Okay, come on, that's the look. <laughs> you got the look. Hey. Um, oh, favorite childhood board game? Uh, Don't wake daddy. Ooh, hey. okay. you still playing that today? Listen, I'm trying to wake up a few daddies, mama. Come on, put them. But we gonna sleep. keep it cute. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we gonna go on and let y'all go. Somebody got something to do tonight. I have no idea what we gonna cook next week. What you thinking? What am I thinking for the next week? Mm, let's do something sweet and something sour. No, I want to do something that everybody can relate to. It's very traditional, non-traditional. You'll know what I mean when I say it. We're doing motherfucking breakfast for dinner. Come on, breakfast. Yeah, breakfast. <laughs> so cook whatever the fuck you want to cook, okay? Eat whatever you want to eat. We having breakfast for dinner. 
Um, I'm excited. I am too, because shit, sometimes that was the only thing we could afford to have, because that's what the fuck was in the house. And you had the same shit that morning, and that's okay, too. That's, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That is. That is. Shout out to Miss Tabitha Brown. I love that lady. Oh, my God. Nevertheless, yes. I do. I do. I really do. But breakfast for dinner. So, please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share again. Hey. Like, subscribe, mm. and share, and share, and share. Mm. Literally, share that mm. shit. Let your mm. folks see it. Say, you know what? This is good shit. Um, and don't forget to spend time with your folks like create memories cultivate memories if there's nothing else that i'm good at with my friends is creating memorable moments and that is what is the most lasting thing that you can ever do for someone that you truly care about speak a word then brother bowers come on come <laughs> on come on until next time my good people don't forget to go to everything tastes good that's everything t-h-a-n-g and check out the food from this week along with the directions and jay what you got to tell these people you know stay black and stay beautiful that's it periodic that ain't hard to do Mm -mm. that ain't hard to do (laughs) you know shout outs to wakanda rest in peace our king of wakanda t'challa much love given you served us well until next time people toodles all right y'all